So this evening, instead of offering a more traditional uh, Dhamma talk form, I'll offer a guided sit, a guided concentration sit. So settling into your seat comfortably. Remembering it's important to stay comfortable during this practice. This evening I ask you to just just simply allow yourself to enter into and experiment uh, specifically with this way, specifically with this approach to the development of concentration, which, as you've heard both Winnie and I say, it's actually very simple, direct, and it's a potentially powerful practice. Though, while it's simple, it's not always so easy. So that's why I'm offering a guided uh, practice period this evening. <clears throat> this is a practice of a gentle and a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go, which means not being attached or averse to anything, such as silence or various other conditions within you or around you, or to any experiences that come in through any of the six sense doors, including any results or fruits of a concentration practice that show up. The development of concentration is actually hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily or mental experience be it a pleasant or an unpleasant experience. No matter what else arises in consciousness, any body or mind consciousness, we practice with a simple and gentle intention to not dwell anywhere but with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. And we begin by making a heartfelt and simple, clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. 
the Anapana Sati, mindfulness of breathing practice. With each of the sense doors, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, the thought door, and all of the sensory information that comes to and through each of these sense doors. With this practice of developing concentration, the intention is to, as I've already said, let go. And to just simply return to the breath. Let go, relax, and just simply return to the breath with interested bright and relaxed energy and attention. It's important with this practice to keep the mind and the heart bright and spacious and not get involved with any bodily struggles anywhere. So, as I've already mentioned, finding a, an appropriate sitting posture comfortable, floor, chair, maybe standing. If any of you want to practice standing up, that's also fine. Where bodily comfort really doesn't exist or it's at least minimal. Struggling with bodily pain in this practice isn't a struggle worth engaging in. It keeps the attention rooted on a gross level. So we'll take just a few more minutes to make sure that you're really settling into a posture where, where bodily comfort or discomfort is minimal or maybe not even existent at this point. So wiggle in, settle in, be comfortable. In having a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, our focus of attention, the practice asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, stay with the breath, the breath being our initial object. This is where the attention is focused. And this is the first step. And in some ways, really the most important and in some ways often the most difficult step of the practice. Applying the attention. Applied thought, as it's called, which translates out of the Pali, the word vitaka, applied thought. with a clear intention to just constantly return, gently, return the attention to the breath somewhere in the area of the nose, the nostrils. And again, staying relaxed and interested 
in the process. This vitaka process may need to occur many times within even one sit as we learn, as we train the mind to bring the attention to a connected, one-pointed focus. Great patience is called for with this practice. Cultivating and learning patience is an ongoing and primary quality of the mind and heart that happens with our samatha practice, with our concentration practice. Two other qualities of the mind and heart that this practice uh, calls for and are developed through the practice. Very important qualities of the heart and mind. Relaxation, as you've already heard many times, and wise effort. Relaxation, a really true relaxation, has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness. It's actually an alert ease in the body and mind and heart. Wise effort, with a bright and relaxed interest, making an effort in your practice, but not a tight, tense over-efforting. Striving and lethargy will prohibit, will not allow the development of concentration and tranquility. It's kind of like tuning a guitar. If the strings are too loose, the music will be quite out of tune. If the strings are too tight, They'll break. And in either case, we we can't play. We can't play the music of our practice. And just as any musician does, in order to play the music of concentration and tranquility, we actually need to tune up regularly. Tune up our energy. Balance the energy. Many times throughout our practice. So again, keeping it really simple, this practice of staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches maybe the top of the upper lip, maybe around the edges of the nostrils, possibly in the skin space between the nose and the upper lip. And we need to be willing to let go of thought. Willing to, in a certain sense, cut thought. So the practice is to just briefly, lightly, recognize that thought is occurring and then just simply let it go. It will go anyway, but with the intention to just let it be. 
and with the intention to not dwell anywhere with the, except with the sensations of the breath at your touching point. This needs to be and remain clear and firm, but not tight. There's an ease in this clarity with this practice. So now we'll, we'll just take a, a couple of moments for each of you to gently make a very simple, clear intention to make the touch sensations of the breath your object of attention. And doing this silently within your own heart and mind. Silently and gently. And now bringing the attention to the breath sensation, maybe the small space between the upper lip and the edge of the nostrils, or bringing the attention to the breath sensation just below the nose, or maybe at the edges of the nostrils, or maybe along the edge of the top upper lip. Or occasionally I've had a student who paid attention at the tip of the nose. So finding your place, your place of attention, somewhere in this area. The place where at this point you're most easily able to notice and to feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. At this point, let the noticing be a general noticing, keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time, really soft and relaxed at what is called the anapana spot or the touching point. Not hurrying taking your time, 
You have all the time you need. If it's helpful at times, you can reconnect briefly with your intention to experiment and learn this practice this evening, this healing and beautiful practice. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. So just giving a little bit of a extra attention or special attention to the sensations of the in-breath. You may notice the out-breath too, but primarily with the in-breath now for a little while. relaxed, interested. Just this.
Remember when the mind wanders, noticing, letting the thoughts go, let the wandering mind go, and just simply begin again. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point, at your touching point. And you'll undoubtedly notice the in-breath as well. But giving a little bit more attention, a little bit of a special attention to the sensations of the out-breath, which are usually uh, more subtle. So don't tense up around it, trying to get it. Actually relax a little bit more, a little bit more receptivity to receive whatever might be there. This is a natural breath. No making it stronger, changing it, letting it breathe itself, however it is. an intimacy with the in-breath now and the out-breath. Mindfulness of both in and out. The sensorial experience of breath at your touching point.
Don't follow the breath up into the nose or up into the nose and into the body or out of the body. As this will actually keep you from perfecting your concentration. How incredible that we breathe. How amazing. This breath. Keeping it really simple. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches maybe the top of the upper lip or the space between the nose, maybe around the nostrils. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration. This simple act of breathing happening and giving it your attention fully, heartfully, with interest and ease. And again in relationship to thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away. Just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go which means not being attached or averse to anything, physical or mental phenomena. 
We notice mindfully what's occurring, but with no attachment and no identification. It's a very deep and very important learning that's going on with this. potentially so simple. It's useful, very helpful now and relatively easy here in the meditation hall and ongoing throughout the practice to guard the sense doors. Meaning to absorb only a minimum of sensory impressions. It's certainly not so easy or as easy as it might be in the meditation hall as you may have strong habits of looking for and letting in many, many sensory impressions. In relationship to this practice of concentration, the importance of guarding the sense doors is that it cuts down the nutriments for thinking. It cuts down the nutriments for getting caught by or dwelling in thought. And I can assure you that the development, the strengthening, and the deepening of concentration will be nurtured through practicing this way. So we engage in this practice in a more cloistered way than we may have practiced meditation previously. It's very, very worthwhile.
when you notice that the developing concentration is starting to kind of crumble around the edges or maybe it's fading into wandering mind or maybe you notice that the focus of attention has been totally lost with gentleness and the kindness of a patient heart just simply renew your intention to come back to the breath renew your intention to focus with connection and clarity and at the same time with a relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point. No hurry again. You have all the time you need. At times the mind may easily get tired during the early stages of this practice as it does take considerable effort. If the mind gets too tired, the practice then becomes a struggle and it won't be successful. So again, it's important to keep the energy balanced. To keep it balanced, bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. Some people have such a long and strong habit of struggle that it may at first be hard to even recognize it as unskillful and unnecessary. And then to just simply let it go. But in time, with wholesome intention, wise effort, and the heart of patience, the mind, the heart, will learn to stay out of or to gently let go of struggle.
So again, continuing with a one-pointed, focused attention, applying and sustaining the attention on the breath in the area of the nostrils. When the breath sensations are subtle, you shouldn't make the breath more obvious. Now try to make the breath more obvious, as this will cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, simply wait patiently. Wait patiently for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom in this way, the breath will reappear. So we keep going with the practice. Breath by breath, by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper.
just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in place and is sustaining a particular sign of concentration called the nimitta can appear. This is an object that appears in the mind and is only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration. When this hasn't yet occurred but is on the cusp of occurring, the breath may start to become very, very subtle and unclear. And sometimes people think it may even have stopped. If this happens, you should keep your awareness where you last noticed the breath and wait for it there. You're still breathing. The very venerable Pawak Sayadaw said about this stage of practice. He said, a dead person, a fetus in the womb, a drowned person, maybe an unconscious person, a person in the fourth jhana, a person at the particular phase of enlightenment called the attainment of sensation, of, of cessation. Only these six types types of people do not breathe. He said, reflect on the fact that you're not one of them. (laughs) That you are in reality breathing and that it's just that your mindfulness isn't strong enough for you to be aware of the subtle breath at this point in your practice. Keeping the mind and heart bright, spacious, receptive, and relaxed. Keeping it very simple, staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip area or around the edges of the nostrils or in the skin space between the nose and the lips. As we practice with this simple intention to not dwell anywhere other than with the touch sensations of the in 
and the out-breath. May all of the wholesome energies and the fruits that manifest through our practice serve with immeasurable impartiality, without bias, without prejudice, towards the welfare, the happiness, and the awakening of all beings everywhere. And thank you for your practice this evening. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.